Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Woodburn Corner, the West Bromwich Albion podcast that wouldn't trust Alan Pardew to run a bath. Uh, I'm Graham Brown and we have a special guest with us today. We have um, we have Ian Bate, who is the man behind uh, WBA Mad fan site and forum. He's also an Albion Assembly member. Hi Ian, how are you mate? Hello guys, you alright? Yes, we're good, thank you. We were, we're all the better for having you on this week. Yeah. Also got my, uh, my, my usual um, friends, Joe Chapman. Hello Graham, hello. And Kieran Duda. Hi Graham, how are There's four of us this week. The reason being that uh, it's a special podcast. We're going, to be, uh, we're going to be rating the players and this will be the efficient, official Woodburn Corner view on, uh, on how the players have done this season. Um, as you can imagine, you're about to hear some significantly low figures, and uh, and we'll be we'll be trying to cut the swearing down to a minimum. But um, <laughs> but well, let's start. Actually, let's just give a taste of this before I have a quick chat with you. Let's give a taste of this uh, player of the season. So, uh, so Ian, who have you gone with? Who's your, who's your player of the season? Well, it's obviously a difficult one this season because everyone's well, for the most season just been awful, really. So. Um, when I was kind of analysing the ratings yesterday, the players, there was only like three players who really kind of stood out for me. So um, the first would be Ben Foster in Nets, who has performed consistently throughout the season. Uh, Craig Dawson uh, in defence. And then the only other person who I could really think of who would challenge those guys um, would be Jay Rodriguez, really. Go on then. I'm going I'm to force you to name one um, If I had to pick one, I would probably go for Foster. Uh, understandable going Joe where's yours uh, I think I'm going to go with Chris Brunt it's been a pretty tight call like Ian I've got a, a couple of players in the same ballpark a lot of low scores uh, I've put a couple up towards kind of sevens and uh, and, and, and um, as well as as well as Foster uh, uh, I agree with Ian has been has been excellent this season for large periods of the, of the campaign and has kind of given Albion a chance in certain games even if the uh, goals haven't arrived at the other end of the pitch uh, I've I've gone with uh, I've gone with Chris Brunt. Fair dues, Kieran. What are you saying? Um, I've gone with Craig Dawson. It was a toss between him and Ben Foster. Surprising when you think of how many silly goals we've let slip this season. But I think Dawson's just I think he's steadily improved over the last few years, and this has been his his year to shine. Really, where he's kind of grown into not only the right back role but proved he can play second half as well. Uh, well, it, this is good news because in a podcast that's become uh, that become synonymous with agreeing with each other and everything, we've got four different answers. Because I've gone with Jay Rodriguez. I think um, I think he has he has slipped in and out of games, but actually, the only I would say the only exceptional thing I've seen this season is the way that Jay Rodriguez manages to play um, up front and in midfield at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this doesn't always always kind of happen, but yeah, if I if I, if I, if I, I think it's going to be very rare where I think you know when I look back on, a, on an Albion. Yeah, team of my lifetime. I think. Well, who could do what, 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 what? Not many things this season, but Jay Rodriguez has, has genuinely linked midfield to attack in a way I've never actually seen anyone do before, and there hasn't been much exceptional um, around. So we'll get into those things in a, in a minute. We'll go, we'll go uh, play by play. But we've got an actual Am- Albion Assembly member with us. So for some reason, they don't let me in the Albion Assembly. I can't imagine why. <laughs> um, so, so why? Just, just I know these things are shrouded in secret. Just, just tell us what it's like. What, what, what do you do? Um, what do we do? That's a good question. <laughs> Look, I think every every Albion fan wants to know what we do. So, um, just kind of to give you like a, an, an outline of how things work. So basically, we were all kind of like we all applied to go on the Albion Assembly. None of us get anything out of it. We're all volunteers. So all that abuse you send our way, being jobs worth <laughs> and yes men, you know, it's completely untrue, really. So well, this is embarrassing. I apologise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always from that Graham Brown account. So. Um, we basically put questions forward to the club in advance. They kind of set an agenda around those questions. So there's probably about 30 members in total. Um, everyone is invited to uh, 
everyone is invited to put their questions forward. We're all from different uh, demographics, different age groups, etc., different parts of the country. Um, so everyone puts their questions forward. An agenda is set by the club around those questions, and then we kind of go and listen to kind of the answers that, that come back from those questions and then kind of challenge the club on kind of what they've told us uh, with the idea being that they kind of engage with the fans and then kind of at the board meetings those kind of questions that we've put forward or the suggestions etc that's when they're discussed there so do you think of any 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 particular highlights or anything you've learned about the club you know the, 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 you have uh, better access to the inner workings of the club than any, any of us do well, can you think of it, anything you've kind of taken from the experience so far yeah I mean there's kind of there's a lot that, that kind of goes on during the meetings that aren't necessarily in the meetings uh, or in the minutes of the, of the meeting so um, there's a lot that's discussed that's kind of off record um, around kind of like sensitive issues etc that have been put forward by the club so I'd hate to think that um, when someone sends a question in via Twitter all the questions that come in via Twitter are, are put forward to the club so there's nothing that's kind of held back or censored etc so um, any questions that come back um, you know there's obviously a lot that's kind of like not necessarily off the record but isn't included in the minutes um, but every question that's put forward is kind of discussed with the club so if there are any questions that are you that have been put forward and not necessarily in the minutes you know this is when you need to people need to engage with members of the assembly and that's kind of when we can feed back information around stuff that might necessarily the club doesn't necessarily want to go into like the local press or uh, you know with you guys i'm sure that you guys read the minutes as soon as they're kind of published etc it's it's all concrete isn't it as an idea i don't know too many other Premier League clubs that would do something like that yeah. but it's everything i mean even walking into the hawthorns the first game of the season and you, you look at kind of the artwork that's been added and yeah. all that stuff, that all gets kind of, it's all covered, isn't it? Yeah, sure. So uh, when we went to the first actual Albion Assembly meeting, and this was like maybe two or three seasons ago, um, that was one of the first things that we spoke about actually was, you know, the decor around the Hawthorns and there was loads of ideas put forward. Um, you know, one thing that Albion fans have got to realise is that just because we're kind of discussing it with the club doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen the next day, you know. Mm. So, for instance, the, the surroundings of, of the Hawthorns and all the, you know, the murals, etc. That took like maybe like 12 months, 18 months to kind of put in practice. So, um, obviously, you know, there was like budget re uh, issues and then the... the uh, you need the close season to then put it in. You need the close well. season and, and the club, uh, the ownership of the club changed hands, etc. Yes. So the budget was there initially and then they weren't sure if it was there, etc. So, um, you know, it's just things like that that people don't necessarily understand or, or, or are aware of that, that we are. Um, so, you know, obviously the, the ticket prices that came out last week, I know that there was like a subgroup um, and we kind of like pushed for the prices to be a bit lower, yeah. etc. Uh, there's been like the concessions in the West Stand, etc. that have been extended. So yeah. it's a bit annoying that, you know, you go there kind of like as a volunteer, you take like three hours of your evening or whatever. And people are saying, well, what have they ever done? You know, there's lots of little things that we've done that people aren't necessarily yeah, yeah. aware of or kind of like they were very well, appreciate. Uh, the tickets so. were really well received as well when they during the week and, and rightly so and it, it's proof that the club does listen. <laughs> to be fair, it'd be, it'd be more surprising if you got measured responses on social media than it was. I mean, if you, if you, if you write about, if you, if you do things in the arena of football, you get abuse. But on that note, is it, is it ever a... Um, are they always cordial affairs? Obviously, you've gone for a season in which essentially the people in front of you have basically imploded at the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a hard time. 100% a hard time. So this is the thing that kind of annoys me, really. I'm, I'm probably like one of the most 
outspoken members on, on the assembly really you know certainly not a yes man or a club man or anything like that so the reason that I go there is because I want to challenge the club about these issues you know yeah. I want to know who's accountable for the issues this season you know I want to find out about you know what's going on behind the scenes and why things have gone wrong and you know why we signed this player or that player or you know why Nicky Hammond did get on with Tony Pulis etc so just things like that really so you know from my point of view there are a lot of people on there who do challenge the club you know mm-hmm. I'd hate to think that people just think that we like yes men and we go there for a chat because that's not the case at all you know all the issues that we put forward whether that are our own questions or that people come in they're all put forward to the club we're happy to discuss them with the club obviously you know we're not in into any situation where we're kind of like banging on tables or throwing teacups etc because it's not kind of that environment really um, you know so it is quite no, uh, respectful and, and open and you know there, there are people who get quite heated at times but from my point of view I think that's fine because the club have to realise that this is how the fans feel you know we're kind of chosen for a reason to be on that assembly and you know if we were kind of not pushing anything back to the, the club and you know we're happy they're smiling and accepting all the answers that they're giving us there'd be no point in having the assembly really would there so we've been doing this. We've been doing this podcast for about six months now, and we've, we've, we've had this like, constant search to see if there's anything good whatsoever about Alan Pardew. And thus far, we've come up with none. But you're again, you, you've got you're on the inner sanctum of the club. You've got to you've got to see and do more things than us. Can you tell me, is there anything about Alan Pardew that you've learned so far that isn't terrible? No. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> I think he's just as terrible as, as you guys <laughs> think, to be honest. And I think that there was there was something quite funny actually happened the other day. I don't know if you guys picked up on it. Uh, but obviously, whoever runs the social media account from the club had liked uh, some post about why all these clubs had gone down. So, like, Swansea was all about, like bad recruitment uh, Stoke was all about you know Mark Hughes and West Brom was all about one bad appointment so and somebody and from, the, club somebody like from the club account had obviously clicked that heart button um, <laughs> off their mobile phone Surely so that, that, I think that speaks volumes really for what we football on. reporters to catch this stuff as it happens <laughs> you need to get some, <laughs> some <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll, I was on the holidays on Friday sorry yeah. <laughs> so to, to, to come back to uh, so another theme that, that, that we, we're constantly picking up. So what, what do you think would be success next season? What what yeah, obviously we wanna we wanna go back and blah blah blah. What's the point at which you think what's what's the par score for, for Albion next season now they're getting relegated? I, I think that it has to be a minimum of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Just from like a financial point of view. Yeah. Just because um, you know, obviously that you're kind of like aware of the budget constraints that are there at the club, you know, um, just by speaking to, you know, the chief exec and whatever. Um, you know, there's not pots of money hanging about everywhere. You know, the club do try and maximise the resources as much as possible. Uh, obviously, that's going to be stretched even further next season. You know, we will have, have the parachute money, but I'm sure that there will be redundancies, even though the club said that there isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there'll be players which will go to free up the wage bill. Other players will come in, but they obviously won't be the same standard. So I think that we, we have to kind of, I hate to kind of say this, but we have to model ourselves on the Villa a little bit on what they've done. Yeah, I've thought this from time to time, yeah. Be prudent, and yeah, in the, in the transfer market, and yeah. of course, the management, uh, the the appointment of the manager is going to be key. And yeah, I mean, I'm not too sure about necessarily that we have to be prudent, but we have to spend wisely, yeah. and that's yeah. not something that we've done for like three or four years now. Is yeah, it? really. Yeah. You know, if you analyse who's coming to the club, no. th- that's one of the reasons that we've been relegated. Yes, yeah, actually, actually, buying players for a uh, for uh, an end purpose would be would be useful. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that what we do is uh, I, I, rather than going from goalkeeper. Forward. We'll go from striker backwards, and we'll so, so offer out a name. We'll we'll each give our score. We'll have a bit of a chat. Some of these people require more talk than others, so so we'll, so we'll keep it uh, keep it moving. But let's start. So I'll go. I've mentioned he's my player of the season. 
Jay Rodriguez, go on and uh, shout up what's your what are your scores. Um, I'll give him a seven because he's one of the few players who hasn't degraded himself this year. To be fair, when he's played well, he's been brought out of the team. For I just can't get my head around it to be honest. Yeah, but um, like you said earlier, he does. He's diverse. He can play. He brings midfield and attack together. He scored goals, and that's that's why I'm pulling my hair out now. If it have, you know, when he like he scored at Liverpool, then Pardew brings him back out the team. I think he was the man that could have maybe given us half a chance of staying up. Yeah. So, the fact that he's done nothing wrong for me gives him a seven, and uh, you can't really knock him this year. Fair. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, I've gone six. Although if I was kind of almost cheating, I'd give him six and a half. Um, I've got I, I, just <laughs> <laughs> I, I just. Uh, there was a there was a quite a significant chunk of the season where Rodriguez just didn't quite live up to standards, and since the turn of the year under Alan Pardew and then latterly under Darren Moore, he, he's obviously played a very significant role. Uh, he's he's found a, a niche, and, and we touched upon this a few weeks ago, didn't we? And that was probably one of the very very few good things that Pardew did was find a role in the team for Rodriguez yes, that, 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 has, that has worked well, well. Mm. Yeah. and. Uh, it, I mean, he's obviously struck up that partnership with Rondon, and they, I think they've probably got about twenty goals between them, which is for a team that's finished bottom of the league isn't isn't a bad thing. Uh, yeah, that first part of the season, I think he only scored about two goals under Tony Pulis uh, between you know the first four or five months of the season in the league. And um, I think that, I think history has probably said though that he's been, he was mismanaged under Pulis. I mean, perhaps, he, yeah. when, you t- when you look now, it seems to me like he's got three or four positions he can play well in, and Pulis chose never to play him in any of them. No, well, perhaps not. He, he, he's he's Demonstrated a predatory instinct. He scored goals from set plays. You know, the, the goals I'm thinking of recently against Swansea, Manchester United, where he's only you know a matter of yards out, but he's there. He's always yeah. there, um, and you know he, he's certainly a player that Albion really, really have to try their very, very best to hold on to. Yeah. So what are you saying, Ian? What, what, what you I, I would give Rodriguez a seven. Yeah. So he's like one of the best performance. And I, just to kind of like counter what you said, Joe. I think it's important to kind of like remember two things about Joe Rodriguez. The first that at the start of the season he obviously wasn't match fit at all. He'd hardly played any football, no. yeah. and he still scored goals for us in the first few games, and he yeah. looked okay actually. Um, and then obviously that that issue that he had like with the FA around like the uh, the, the racism charge. Bottom, over, yeah. I think that affected him probably more than what like we realised really. Yeah. And then he, almost he, since that's been dropped or, or he's been cleared, um, he's kind of like come back into his own really. Yeah. And, but I think it's really interesting what Kieran said about uh, the Liverpool game. We never saw that team and that formation again under Alan Pardew, and That's that was by far our best performance. I, I didn't season. understand it; yeah. it completely blew me. He yeah. did a, in, 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 I'd be at pains to defend Alan Pardew for anything, but <laughs> there were a couple of injuries that game, wasn't there? Where <coughs> he started the game, I think Kieran Gibbs hobbled off, and I don't think he was fit for the game after. I might be wrong. There were, there were a few injuries where he, he had to bring in the likes of Agassi and stuff that, yeah. who otherwise weren't going to play. And uh, But that Rodriguez one was just baffling. I think, he's, even to this yeah. point Pardew, I think common sense went out the window because he was hell-bent on being everything Pulis wasn't. Mm-hmm. So he'd watched yeah. the game. and yeah. There's also a defence you know, uh, that he's, he's uh, mentally unstable. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that Ro- Rodriguez also has also scored our goal of the season. Yes, in, in that yeah. game, that, game was, that, that goal was just unbelievable. You know, that His goal in pre-season against Leicester actually probably wasn't <laughs> far off. Yeah, being yeah. goal of the season, if you're going to count that. Yeah. I'm also, I think the, the point you made before about transfers is, is very key. And Rodriguez is one of the very, very, very few people we've signed, not just this season, but over the last few seasons, has actually um, uh, has actually improved in value at Albion. Is actually, actually yeah. a yeah. valuable yeah. player. You get more than 12 million for him now. Yeah, yeah I think so, you're right. So sticking with strikers in, uh, what, what have you got down for Salomon Rondon? 
Uh, Rondon is a six for me. Yeah. So I know that a lot of Albion fans like think the, the sun shines out of yes. you know, <laughs> those baggy shorts that he wears. <laughs> but but for me, I, I, you know, I know that Alan Pardew said that he was like the best target man that he'd ever worked with. So if Rondon's the best, I would hate to see the worst because he just infuriates me the way that yeah. the ball goes up to him. Yes. And we, you know, we're trying to get someone to relieve a bit of pressure the way that we play, and it always comes back and back and back and back. And you know, and when you couple that with the amount of chances that he misses as well. Um, yeah. you know, I can't there was remember. one uh, I think it might have even have been his first game was it against Crystal Palace against Pardew's first game and he missed one in front of the Smelik from about three or four yards out yeah. he just thought oh god that, that, that goes in yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I, I remember at, at, at Christmas when we played Everton at home and you know, we battered yeah. him really and Rondon had like three or four good chances yeah. and all of them he just skied into the Birmingham road end. Yeah. and it was at that point I thought you know what we're going to go down because we're just not scoring enough goals yeah. you know and that, that it's proven to be Brown right. Day was scoring those goals yeah. you know? <laughs> do you know what I mean Brown Day was unquestionably a better goal scorer than Salah and Rondon yeah. 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 Finish it, yeah. like, finish I, I think yeah. when Rondon doesn't have to think about it or the ball's on his head you know suddenly he's a different player but when he gets that yard yeah. or he's running into open yeah. space you know, that, think, yeah. that goal that he scored who was it in the FA Cup Southampton when yeah. the ball came over and he volleyed it that was unbelievable yeah, yeah. You know, maybe that challenges the goal season actually I forgot about that he just he doesn't have to yeah you're absolutely so, you're right so when he doesn't have to think about, about it. it he's fine but if he's, yeah. if he's running onto a ball we're in trouble or a ball comes across the box you know yeah so that's where it's a real shame that Daniel Sturridge's transfer didn't work out. Yeah. Joe, have you got any thoughts on Salomon Rondon in one way? Very similar, to be honest. I do think we can't underestimate the work that he does. To be fair, I mean, yeah, he, he does, does work hard. I mean, like you've said before, it does seem to play better in the teams when I expected to get anything against, which yes, is annoying. We've got a few players like that, but I do think the workload he puts in, especially Liverpool in particular, he he will relieve pressure. I know holding up the ball could be better, yeah, but yeah. closing down, he'll win balls he has no right to win. And Liverpool away, away. Liverpool away yeah. actually in the league nil nil. Uh, he he was phenomenal that night. It's interesting. This, I, I'll waste my thirty six talking talk to him about this point. Actually, we've got a few players that actually the ones that are probably going to stay next season. I mean, so, like Higazi, Rondon, and, and 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 this is almost an Albion trait, which is they play best. Jakob, they play best in games we draw nil nil. Well, we, well, that ain't what next season's about. We've already yeah, we've already said yeah, the, the playoffs yeah. is what we need. We've, got, we've actually got a team that's set up not to win games, which mm-hmm. is which is kind of a concern. And, and Rondon is the is the striker in our team that that scores nil that, that wins nil nil. Yeah. yeah, it really infuriates me. I, I, I agree with all the things we said. I actually think it's potentially his best season at the club. But the problem is he's not a goal yeah. scorer, and a, and a non-goal scoring striker, he's yeah. never getting more than six out of ten from me. Which is what no, I felt like every time I covered Albion in the season, I, I think I, I gave him six out of ten. So yeah, he's exactly that kind of player. So uh, Daniel Sturridge, uh, mm. what are you saying, Kieran? One. It's just, it's just a waste of time, isn't it? I mean, with the financial constraints and stuff, we kind of his Pardew's hands were tied, but the gamble didn't pay off. Part and then what? What really winds me up about storage is every other night he's out partying when he's out injured, and yeah. he, he just broadcasts it, and it really it's you just think you've got no ball. interest in the club. There's no point in you being here. Yeah. So frustrating. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I put down three, but actually, more thinking more about it, I'm going to give him a two because I think three's <laughs> being quite generous for a player who played about 75 minutes. Um, yeah, I suppose the only thing I can think of, and it's being really, really, I'm really having to kind of think very, very hard. I might be scraping the barrel a bit. Uh, was the fact that he 
his cross won the corner for um, that's what I've written down for, yeah. for the uh, was it the corner of the free kick yeah. for yeah. Um, for Rondon's goal it's against um, he, yeah, he, well, he played a part in the build up to that equaliser well, I mean, that's, to be that's fair we've paid about 6 million so it's not an awful lot uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I only gave him a 2 as well so you know that, that gamble is just dramatically it, it's something that's really frustrating because um, yeah. it was quite a heartfelt message as well that he, he when he spoke on the, upon arriving at the club how desperate he was to do well for his family who were still here he was desperate to take chance of the uh, of the opportunity that Albin had handed him to get his career going again. Uh, just, he played a, a few minutes off the bench against Man City on deadline day. Yeah, and then uh, he should have scored that day as well. Yes, you know, yeah. you know, well, that, that Southampton game obviously was a, was one to forget where he should never have uh, yeah, started fit. ahead of Rodriguez. Yeah. And then the, the Chelsea game. So yeah. Well, I've given him a positively gargantuan three. But uh, <laughs> part of that is that not to be duplicitous what I say we've all made that point about a gamble I said at the time and I still think it was actually the right gamble just didn't pay off I'll be getting going down for the reasons we talked about R- Rondon that they did the right thing and he's a good player but yeah, he's never going to where, where Rodriguez stayed fit for the entire season yes. on the back of his injury problems Sturridge just can't and so, I mean, so let's, let's you worry about him going from, forward really bad straight from him to Hal robson Carney, who's been a bit my favourite person to talk to Ian uh, where do you stand on Hal robson Carney? <laughs> oh, wow what do you say about Hal robson Carney? <laughs> that's positive uh, he makes you look good at football <laughs> yeah, a bit like Alan Nee I mean, you, kind of, you look yeah. at me and think if he can make it as a footballer <laughs> yeah. even at 35 I've got a glimmer of the hope you know <laughs> so yeah. I, I gave uh, 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 Robson Kano at a four um, he's like one of those players that he's like you know you, you wouldn't necessarily pick him uh, in, in like your team or you, maybe even in the 16 but he does score like spectacular goals like that goal he scored against um, yeah. Burnley, uh, Burnley yeah. uh, you like that, that that touch to get away from the defender you know that was like yes. a world class touch on his weaker, t- on his weaker on foot, his weaker as, well, foot as well but then on the other side of it you've got that penalty against Exeter, where he stumbled, where he struggled to run up to the ball, and then he pat- that's got to go down as like one of the yeah, worst penalties stri- in Albion history. And he and he'd wrestled the he wrestled the ball off the other yeah. two strikers as well. Yeah, I think. yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I thought at times because he's almost the antithesis of, of Daniel Sturridge. I mean, the, the, whereas Daniel Sturridge was a, was a gamble that went wrong, but I'd credit the club for it. I'll never ever give the club any credit for signing Hal Robson Carno, a player who has delivered exactly what he promised, which yeah. is nothing. They should never have signed him in the first place, and it is. And, and whoever whoever um, did sign there's, there's no question yeah, about it yeah. he's accountable just, for that just, just going back to like the Albion Assembly that we talked about um, at the start of, of the call uh, the start of the chat sorry we had a meeting kind of like the day after uh, we signed Robson Carnu oh it was and deadline we were, day it was deadline yeah. day and we were like why the hell have we signed Robson Carnu and it was obviously Nicky Hammond who'd signed him you know? yeah. he was saying like you know I know his dad and he can play anywhere across the front three and you know, <sighs> I know he's, he works yeah. hard blah 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 and even after like, you know, trying to you know give us this spiel for like 15 minutes we were all sat there think, thinking why have we signed Robson Carnu you know he's, ne- he's never going to be Tony Pulis wondered that didn't he exactly you know he's never going to be that guy who can come off the bench yeah. and released by Reading and then yeah. he was expected to make a difference yeah. he, 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 did, he did enjoy that Cruyff turn it, that's what I'm he, 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 <laughs> Score that goal for Wales. He never would have got a move to a Premier, Premier League, League move. Yeah. I can't imagine yeah. there were two other, too many other Premier League clubs that were going to give him a free uh, yeah. well, a contract that, for free. Thank uh, thank God Hammond's gone before uh, before God knows who else. His daddy knows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've given I've given Robson Carr I've given Robson Carr with three, which is quite worrying considering his squad number four and he couldn't manage that. Well, this is uh, amazing because I gave him a tell him two. I've given him a four. Yeah, anyone who ever listens to his podcast, so, you know, I don't even know why he exists. I, 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 I take that point. <laughs> take that point from me a bit further about the. I don't think he recovered from that penalty. 
Uh, he, he's not done anything of note. <laughs> no, but he, he just—he's not—he's not affected any game whatsoever, or even got near the, the team at nice. the starting eleven yeah. since that penalty. The, little, the, the, the noises you get out of the players is they like playing with him, but I don't care. I don't know what's going on. He's, he's a wonderful person. I give him a four, but that was being generous. I think. <laughs> yeah. just, we'll have one moment of brilliance a year, won't you? The rest say, of it, what, what's what's the game? I'll tell you what it is. It's good news for all middle class people everywhere that you can There was a game I covered where he came off the bench oh, do you know what it was it was Wembley um, where we played Tottenham and he came on the, off the bench for about 15 minutes and it was one of the best cameos I've ever yes, seen yes he was very good at <laughs> he was he was brilliant for about 15 minutes and without I mean he, he, he provided a few kind of um, chances for you know Rondon who duly missed them yep. uh, but it, that was that was the best 15 minutes I've ever seen from Al Robson Carney yeah, yeah 15 minutes of fine yeah, <laughs> yes 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 and surprisingly Incidentally, for, for, for listeners that don't know, we didn't score in those 15 minutes. I don't, I don't actually know if, just on one final point on him, uh, you know, does he remain at the club? Does he get a move to Well, I mean, there was that brilliant moment where we linked him with someone else. Um, it'd be great if he I mean, he earns a lot of money, and even, I mean, this will be this will be the case for a lot of these players. He earns a lot of money. He's had a new contract he's again. a new contract. I assume that's Mr. He wasn't Hamlet prolific again. in the championship, so... No, he's, he averages at about one in eight across his career, I think. The, um, the... Most the of the problem is even, even half of his Albion wages, he's still he'll still be too high for most clubs. You know, like like you know, if you could shift him to Scotland and that. But he's gonna. I'm, my guess is, and I don't know. He's probably earns twenty grand a week plus if you half his wages. Yeah. So um, so it's going to be very very hard to shift, and that's mm. that's, that's, that's always going to be ridiculous. the way. Um, so let's let, let's shift to goalkeepers briefully. Um, so Ben Foster, I think, I think Ben Foster's probably number two in my list. Um, I've put him, put him down as a six and a half. He actually had a, he tailed off a little bit under Pardew, but then who can blame him? Mm-hmm. Um, but but I mean, fundamentally, he's had a good season, and he's really never had bad seasons. What uh, Ian? What do you give him? Yeah, I mean, like I say, he's like he's he's up there with. The rest of the like, I think so. sevens that are given. To I think we covered the top four, didn't we? With all our with yes, all our choices, I think, so. I think we yeah. covered. The top he's four. almost like Albin's Mister Reliable. I think you know. Yeah. I, can't, I can't think of any errors that he's made this season that have cost us goals. No, so maybe that to... one against Stoke. Yeah, him and Agassi. That was more I think that's Agassi. Yeah, he so. tends to average one mistake a season, and yeah. the irony is that this season we finished bottom of the league. With yeah, him. yeah. He's he probably not. Yeah. There were a couple of saves recently. The one where De Gea would have been proud of at Old Trafford. Um, to stop Lukaku yeah. and then the one at Newcastle the other week well, was just for, phenomenal for me that, that is the save of the season not just for the Albion like, yeah. across the whole of the it league was, the way he clawed it back it was just unbelievable the, the reaction to do that is like a, you know it's when you consider that he's coming towards the end of his career now yeah, I think he's been that good if he, was, if he hadn't dropped himself out of the England setup, he would, he would be going be yeah, I think so. with yeah. so many question marks over is that the England good? goalkeeping what department what did you give him Kieran? I've given him an 8 that's, that's, that's I gave him a 7 as well I, I, he's very, very keen in this season. Good on you. I think he's uh, great. Now, yeah, I think the interesting thing about Foster actually. So we're bringing the next, uh, the next person's time is, is my hero. Oh mm. God! So, so I, yeah, right. <laughs> was that one Premier League game, I think, this season. Yeah, yeah. So, so, started so, one so, game. Yeah. It was the worst. And he nearly got injured in it as well. <laughs> yeah. The, the, but I think, I think oh, that, yeah, of that, course, that, yeah. If there is a concern for Foster, it's how Foster and Mile yes. live next to each other, and you want someone who can push yeah. it. And I want, I want to see the end of Boaz Mile this, this, uh, this it's a, season. Yeah, it's, it's a. Um, it's a department as we've already touched on in previous podcasts that desperately needs, you know, freshening up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know what becomes of Palmer, young Palmer, for example. He's been on a few loan deals, and do you bring him in? Into well, the, into I the think Albion needs to reckoning. sign that, uh, someone to push Foster. I think Foster's at a certain age. Uh, I mean, who knows what happens? But you get a sense that Foster will probably stay. But I'm not about the same age. I always find it really wasteful when you've got like like um, number two goalkeepers who are actually good. But I actually think now is the time Albion need one. 
Um, so so I'll be. So Miles had a contract this summer, isn't he? So yeah, yeah and, and he can go. So I gave him a three, but it was, it was it's kind of a Barcelona induced three. I can't actually even remember what game he played in, but it was Leicester away. Yeah. I don't want to see him again. Yeah, yeah. I've given him a three as well. What do you give him, Kieran? Minus ten. Minus <laughs> ten. Kieran, just not a fan. Him. Just a waste of money for years now. I think it's just had an easy ride. Yeah, yeah. I agree. With you. I, I only gave him a three, and I just wrote one sentence about Burrows Mile. He's too old. He's too fat, and he's been here too long. <laughs> yeah. And I think that sums up all of our thoughts Pretty on it. Yeah, yeah. He's he's <laughs> quite clearly. It's not enough to get you a Premier League contract, but he is quite clearly a good personality, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 he's not just a fight, but we all work in offices. We're, us two work in the same office. We're the some like funny bloke in the corner that never does anything. He's that's yeah, Bella's yeah. Mile in your office. Uh, I'm not going to name the personnel. <laughs> 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 is he in this room? But he's your boss. Is my hill? Uh, is my? How, uh, he's up there with the longest serving players, isn't he? My hill. He's been there about eight years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did have that one. One. No, let's, not, let's not waste any more breath on Don't Let's go. To, so let's go to defenders. Yeah. Uh, my my scores of defenders are actually not too bad. I think this is going to be quite an interesting department. So, call. so Craig Dawson. So, so you've got, as you're Craig Dawson's biggest fan here, and you. He those. loves Dawson. I'll give him a nine, just because. Wow. I think he's gradually. He's, he had to make that right back position his own, and then uh, gradually over two, three years, he's improved. And then this season, it just comes to a head where he's just been Mr. Consistent all year. He's going to have so much interest in the summer. Then he moves over to centre half. You see a, like an instant improvement in Hagazi. But then you notice we're weak on the right because Neam's, Neam's there instead of Dawson. So I think wherever he is, he's made a difference to the game, and he's definitely the standout player this season. I think you're right. I mean, there's always the, the, the Pardew factor and all these things, but actually, even under Alan Pardew's mismanagement, you notice a difference when, 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 uh, when Dawson's yeah. back. Uh, Ian, what did you give Dawson? Uh, yeah, Dawson was one of my seven, so yeah. I'd, I'd give him a Dawson. I wouldn't go as high as like a nine because uh, I think we haven't had any eights or nines this season. He's got a bit of a thing for Yeah, he has, yeah. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> Get him on the plane. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I've given him a six, which might sound a little bit harsh, but ultimately, he's been part of a defence that's been relegated yeah. and finished bottom of the league. I don't think Albion have conceded anywhere near as many goals as Stoke, for example. No. Who who uh, who who include Kevin Vimmer in their ranks? Who, who Albion nearly came close to signing yeah, someone. Yeah. I mean, on on paper, they look quite strong compared to ours. You know, with Martin's Indian Zuma and Shaw Cross. But I mean, Albion have defended compare comparably well. Yeah. Well, uh, with that with that, I'm arguing a six and a half. It was with that with that. Mark, his, goal, like his goals haven't been right. No. Defensive yeah. units, you think they look terrible. Yeah, actually, they're, they're the performing part yeah. of yeah. that. He scored so many goals. He scored so many goals last year. Of course, well, I say so many. He's uh, great. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's always a threat, and along with McCauley, they must have got about 12, 13 goals last year. They just haven't been there this year. And at, do you know at first as well, he couldn't cross a ball to save his life. I think yeah, he has been working on that. Better. I wanted to ask about that. I feel like he gets so much of a hot because when he is at the end of the day a centre off and not the yeah. most cultured centre off by the right back. And they, I just think the social media criticism of him not been able to cross. I think, I think there's, it's clear that he has been working on that. Is that yeah, yeah, he's bad at crossing actually. No. For someone who shouldn't be any good, someone that started yeah. as centre half is actually decent enough. Yeah. He's better than Neams. And, and Albion needed a new right back. That much is clear yeah. in the summer, yeah. but. I, th- I think Dawson is, is one of those like Rodriguez. You've you got to they've got to do their utmost to keep him because I think I think he'd be a fabulous centre half. Yeah, I, I know that um, from what we've like been told at the club 
at the Albion Assembly meetings that Dawson is the most committed professional at, at the Albion. Yeah, like he, he will come in on like days off and do laps of the the, the training field and oh, he's fit as a fiddle. You know, he? he's yeah. always on the weights and you know he looks after himself correctly and you know he's like Mr. Football. And I, it's true, I can most definitely agree with Kieran that he has improved loads this season. Yeah. That kind of like shows that when you realise like his personality and yeah. I think there'll be a hell of a lot of interest. Oh, in well, that's that's it. It. I, I would be amazed if we keep well, that's it. Yeah. Dawson, especially with that breakout clause as well that he's reported. Yeah. Well, that's it. He's the one player who could tie Albion together to a certain extent with the, with the, with the ravaging that's going to happen to our spine. The mm-hmm. problem is he won't because he'll go. There's, I mean, yeah. I think we're united. There's no way that Albion keep Dawson. With the, the combination of the fact that he's English, he's not, he's, he's the right age, and he has a clause, and he's, and he's obviously way too good for the division. Burnley, are, Burnley are rubbing their hands, aren't they? Yeah, really? they are yeah. going to snap him because they because he, he was keen on moving there a few years ago. And when to he's, be fair, fair play to him. He's never he's never let us down. As, as, as no, as no, as you as can kind of. I just I just hope him. that we get a good price for him. Like I hope there's not something silly like there is in Johnny Evans. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking that's what I'm worried about. Surely it's well. a good. I can't. I can't imagine. I mean, they were at that. Johnny Evans would have held the whip hand when he was negotiating yeah. with that one. Whereas, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't even know why Dawson's got a clause. I, I was amazed that Dawson had that, but yeah. you know, he's I mean, a solid performer in the Premier League. Himself, I wonder if Dawson himself is actually bothered. Like, you know, obviously every footballer wants to play the best level, but is he is he one of those personalities that's going to really just try and force kind of, a move? For, yeah, and push Albion into a corner and say, you know, me, my agent's telling me that's this, this, this. It would be his agent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't understand. Uh, on that note, uh, Gibbs, so uh, Ian, what's your Gibbs? Gibbs, now Kieran Gibbs is a bit of a funny one for me. So yeah, I think that he started the season really well. Yes. Um, I've only I've given him a six. Um, he started the season really well, and I thought, wow, we've uncovered a gem here. You know, he'll, he'll be a, a superstar for us. And then maybe after September and October, he, he, he completely vanished, and that attacking threat that he, he had yeah. kind of left. Um, I just think that he's just lost all confidence. I think that because he's come from Arsenal, where he's used to winning, maybe you know every other week or, or you know every few weeks, and there might be one defeat a month. This he hasn't been able to get his head around losing every week and being in a struggling side, and you know um, he's been out. He's been at fault a few times for goals that we've conceded. I think West Ham away in the last minute when he was on court yeah. field, when uh, you know we didn't have anyone left back, that would have been a crucial point for us. Uh, another one that I'd be surprised if, if we can keep him to be honest although I don't think he's been great for us well, funny enough actually it's almost like the, 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 the saving grace of Gibbs is that because he's, 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 if his form continues he did at the start we'll definitely be losing him I guess the thing is he's a niche if you need a left back you're looking for a left back yeah. if you're not you're not yeah. um, I'd hope we keep him because I, I do think he's a good player I think again I we're in danger of agreeing too much but yeah. I think exactly what you said so I won't waste him sorry but, but um I'll give him a six as well, and then and I'll just read no, it. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I've given him a six as well. But I, I, I don't see the the queue of clubs there for Gibbs the way Dawson. Well, as I say, you've got to need a left back from the start, and, how, and you know, he's same age, same. You know, he's English. He's same age as Dawson. Both want to be playing in the Premier League. Um, Obviously, crucially, he doesn't have that release clause. So, I think fundamentally, if he's uh, if he's um, if there's interest, he'll go. I was with um, London, similar with Livermore. There's yes. so, many, so many Premier League clubs in London and yeah. around there. You know, Crystal you, Palace, Real West Ham, blah blah yeah. blah. That, uh, they're going to look. They're going to be keen to go. So probably the most contentious of them all, uh, Johnny Evans. So I'll start. I'll give him a four. Um, I think Johnny Evans has done one or two good things, which is like keeping Ahmed Hagazi on a leash. But I mean, considering how capable he is, he's had an abysmal season, really. Um, and I would question whether whether or not that's because his heart's in it, which is why it tells so much. I mean, I think Johnny Evans is probably. I am prone to this sort of thing. He might just be the best centre half that's ever played for Albion in its history. For about he's, he's an exceptional yeah. defender, which yes. is why I judge him at such high levels and why this season has been 
four's probably kind, really. Well, yeah, I've yeah. given him, a, I've given him a three. Yeah, uh, I just three for me. I think, I think he's won one game this season yeah, that he's yeah. been part of, and yeah. he scored in that game. Uh, I just, obviously, what went on in Barcelona is clearly worked against him as well. Um, it's funny actually going back to August and and, all, and the club are batting off all these massive, massive offers, far and away the biggest money that they've ever made off mm-hmm. a player in the history of the club, mm-hmm. uh, and then. From there on in, it just seemed to go downhill for the club and for Evans. It actually yeah. kind of tells the story of Albion's management at the moment, doesn't it? Really, I don't think anybody would have blamed the club at the time. Uh, no, not for at turning, all. turning that down. Yeah. What did you give him, Kieran? I gave him a four and a half to five because I think early on in the season he kind of what we called Ultragazi a lot. Yeah, yeah, Keep him concentrating. Yeah. Um, I think if you look from the start of the season and as it's progressed. I do think this is the start of his decline now from age. Yes. He, yeah, I mean he's still reading the game perfectly, but he's not he's not as quickly. His legs seem to have gone That's this so, season. Yeah. And then obviously as club captain to go on the Raz. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for, for me, that, that's like the most disappointing thing about yeah. Johnny Evans. Yeah. Like we know how talented he is, but yeah, he's never kind of like public publicly come out and said that he wants to leave. But his performances on the field have just shown that he doesn't really want to be yeah. there. Yeah. And then you know he's supposed to be like the leader of, of these men, yeah. and then he goes into that does that in Barcelona. Yeah. I just think it's disgusting, really, the way um, that he's, he's kind of like he got disrespected the fans, yeah. and you know he, he deserves being. He booed, got he got booed on against the against the yeah, Liverpool. Liverpool didn't he? Do you think Barcelona looms over this? So we're we're all we're all no, I think sensible men, but we met we're given Mayel really low scores, um, Evans low scores, Livermore to come, and so on. It, With Evans, did you, think you, can, about it? you can forgive it if he's, you know, putting the effort in on the pitch, but his performances just haven't been. I was at the time same. thinking, I was like Johnny Evans was a bit of a kind of brown flag on toast. Yeah, 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 <laughs> this happens, you know. You, then, you're always so right coming out like, and oh, smacking no. someone. Uh, Johnny Evans is not the sort of person you take home to meet your mom. Whereas it turns out he might be, you know, he might impregnate your mom. <laughs> If our lawyers are listening, I'm not suggesting Johnny Evans would impregnate. I'll talk about anybody's ball here. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody so, in particular. Let's, let's, let's stop people talking about into Ahmed Hagazi, who I think is a really, really oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so you're either, that's the nature of Hagazi, you're either going to think he's terrible or terrific. Uh, Ian, go on. We, we, we've, slagged, we've talked about him a lot. What do you think of him? I think that Hagazi is a bit like Rondon, really. Like A lot of people like rave about him and say mm. how good he is. When, when you kind of analyse him and watch him, he, he's not at all. He's actually more like you two in that <laughs> sense. He's got loads of fans, but you don't know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, he's cost us so many goals when you kind of analyse, like, where he's beat positionally and, like, he can't jump. He's not great in the air when you compare him to, like, Gareth McCauley or yeah. Liam Solson. Um, you know, he's not strong. Like, two weeks ago, Mo Salah was knocking him off the ball. You know, he ended up smacking him in the face. He got that right. <laughs> you know, he's oh, so yeah. lucky to escape a bat. Yeah, and yeah. I think that, um, just kind of agreeing with what Kieran said, that... Agazi has just ruined Johnny Evans as well because Johnny yeah. Evans was playing two positions. You know, he was playing his own, and then he was covering Agazi. Um, you know, it's. Uh, Do you know the I, I only give him a six, so that kind well, of. That's so, 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 have you, so, what have you given? I give him a very generous five, just because he has been pretty much never present. Yeah, yeah, he deserves it. But he's got the attention span of a five-year-old. Like <laughs> the ball, the opposition will win the ball back on their backs, and he's looking at the top of the he's standing and he's just thinking what are you playing at he's, left, he's so flat footed and laboured as well he can't read the game at all he's not a natural footballer yeah. he is slow he's, and he's not a natural slow, athlete he's, he's slow yeah. for a guy who's I mean he is still you know he, you can forgive McCauley for having a, yeah. for having a slow turn of pace you know a, a, and being caught flat-footed here and there, but the, mm. he's about ten years younger than McCauley. The so other thing as well, you know, if we go a goal down, his head drops and yeah. he's out of the game for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. So he's just as a Premier League footballer. What did you no. give him, Jack? I gave him a, a, a five uh, as well. I, I just, um, 
I think there have been games where Hagazi, particularly under Darren Moore, I think Darren Moore's definitely had a part to play, mm-hmm. and, and and certainly the reinstallation of Dawson at the centre back. Yeah, he's looked uh, loads better. He, he's looked a lot better in the last four or five weeks, but I, I suppose everyone has. But uh, I, I think um, at the top of the season he, he was looking okay. He got progressively worse uh, under Pardew. He just looked he just looked so shaky, and uh, I, I, yeah, he's one of those I wouldn't be too worried about him being there or not next season. Um, yeah, although he's going to be, you know. uh, and, I, and I do think, I won't go on because I think I agree with the, what's been said already, but um, the thing I think next season is it's going to be worse. I think the, 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 the lower the defensive line you play, the, the less it exposes these frailties in terms of pace and um Yeah, Albion are going to be a ball-playing team next year. Yeah, well, that's it, Albion have a lot more of the ball, and, and I, th- I honestly think if you look, it's very, very simple. The more of the ball Albion have, the worse he looks, hmm. um, and for that reason I am a bit concerned about him next season, but I mean... What, God, I'm we're gonna need, what I'm going to say about next season could fill several podcasts. We're, uh, we're going to need about 15 new players, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, and some <laughs> time altogether. So, uh, Alan Neam, another person who divides people. So, I'll start. I've got a bit of time for him for the reason that he plays several positions. And I am um, my, my, probably my number one attribute to players is that they cover a lot of ground. Um, I'll come on to that to players that don't when we talk about Jakob in a bit. But um, but Neam, I've given a five because I think there's a few um, justifying factors as to why he's rubbish, which is that he plays in several different positions. He always seems to be fit. He never he never shirks anything. It's just you know, his delivery is really 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 frustrating. But I I keep Neam next season personally because I feel like you're going to need um, some consistency. You're going to need players that can play uh, in more than one position. So I keep him. But uh, I've got a feeling five might be the peak. And who wants to go next? I've given him a five as well, to be fair. But it, the quality is lacking, isn't it? I mean, you say he puts all the effort in, but so do kids in the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it's like... Uh, what, what you said about playing both full-backs, I think that's very important, actually, next year, because we're not going to have him. If Gibbs goes, Brunton's going to end up at left-back because it took us seven years to find a left-back. Yeah, so. yeah. And then right-back, Dawson's gone, so that's your cover there. So, I'd, you know, he's yeah. going to keep a contract anyway. I'm still not convinced he'd be good enough, even yeah. in the championship. Be interesting to see if Kane Wilson, just on a separate note, gets uh, any kind of look mm. in next season as a, as a squad player. Uh, I've given Neam a four. Uh, that again, that makes him a little bit harsh, but I just think his head goes. His head sometimes goes. I, I don't know if you saw that Tottenham game the weekend, but Danny Rose. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He, he, he <coughs> lost his head, yeah. and it took Brunt and. Uh, who else was it? Was it Brunton Dawson or, or Brunton Livermore or someone? Yeah, had to run over and just tell him to you got to calm yourself down here. Yeah. And it took him about five, ten minutes before he uh before he was able to kind of compose yeah. himself and I mean, carry I, on. I think that had been going on all game, hadn't it really? It, was it had. It, it, yeah, where, it was heated and it obviously came to a head, but it, it, it's not the first time in the arm that yeah. he's kind of lost it and, yeah. and he and he becomes uh, I suppose just um someone you've got to worry about as a fan and as a as a coach. When something like that happens and you're requiring you know, telling off from your teammates, then um, he, you know he, he becomes like he doesn't a doesn't seem to shirk away either. You know, once you pass along into the penalty area, most defenders will stand up. He doesn't. Yeah, no, 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 think no, about that. He'll still put a leg. I'm amazed. He just give away more penalties. I give him a five. I kind of like just building on what Kieran said. I think he's so like gangly and he hasn't got like any sort of technical ability whatsoever. If you looked at him, you wouldn't think that he was a, a footballer. So, but I, you know, I kind of agree with what you were saying as well, Graham. Uh, he actually performed better at left back than yes. he is at right back, yeah. which is weird. And that player last season who was doing all those surging runs and I thought he you know, was excellent. I was steaming yeah. past Theo, Theo Walker and yeah. you know, you're thinking, wow, who is this guy? You know, he's so powerful. He just looks a shadow of himself yeah. on yeah. his preferred side, on his right foot. Know. You know. mm. This is the guy that 
Watford fans were laughing at us for, for signing. You know, we kind of maybe we've seen the real Alan Neal. Yeah. Or, or maybe, with, as with a lot of these he, players, Alan Pardew came along and managed the Pardew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, 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 you remember last season when he, he, he we we were crying out from all this Cameroon nonsense was going on, and he he was refused to play for Cameroon. But at the mm-hmm. time, the Cameroon FA weren't allowing him to play for West Brom mm-hmm. as the African Cup of Nations going on, and we were all thinking, God, we're really struggling here without Alan at the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I went to the West Ham game when McCauley scored in the last minute. And he was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, he was brilliant. And um, he, yeah, yeah, Ian's, Ian's got it on the nail on the head. Really, he's just a shadow of himself this year. So, I think probably worth being brief about this. Macaulay. Is there anything to say about Macaulay? You don't really play. What do we think? Given a token five. Really, yeah, same with me. I feel harsh saying anything about Gareth McCauley because he's yeah. just been such a brilliant player. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, he's a bit like Jonas Olsen. I will never ever have a bad word said about him, but no, just Father Time has just caught all I think, I think I'm actually glad McCauley's had less involvement in this season because it means he's not he's not sullied by it really. Mm. Uh, yeah, yes, totally yeah, take your point. I mean, I, I, I suppose last season it was it was just it was more it puts his last season's achievements and performances yeah. um, kind of he must know, have been in, playing in a right at the edge of his yeah and he was playing so well it was probably his best season he had, he had <coughs> last season